the praise. I give him all the glory because he's worthy today to be praised. If you don't mind, Macedonia, give him a wave praise today. Hallelujah. Just give him a wave praise. Just say, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I give you all the glory. I give you all the praise because he's worthy today to be praised. And if you don't love him like that, you need to go back. <laughs> Y'all don't hear me today. You got to love him more than anything. Amen. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things he said, I'll add unto you today. Amen. I'm so glad to be here once again. Amen. To my pastor, Pastor Twyman. Amen. First Lady Twyman. Amen. God bless you all today. Amen. I can't see as well as I used to, but you're looking good from this far. Amen. God is good. Need some glasses now. Amen. Amen. To Assistant Pastor. Amen. God bless you today. Amen. Thank you to our deacons, trustees, and members and friends. I'm just glad to have another opportunity to stand before you and tell you what thus said the word of God. As I often say, I don't have anything to tell you of my own, but only what thus said the word of God. Amen. For those who have your Bibles today, I'd like for you to turn with me to the book of Jeremiah. The book of Jeremiah. Chapter number six. That's Jeremiah chapter six. Like to read in your hearing verses 14 through 16. Shall we pray? Father God, thank you for another preaching opportunity to stand before your people to tell them what thus said the word of God. Lord, it's my prayer that you would hide me behind the cross. Lord, it's my prayer that I would decrease and you would increase. Lord, I'm asking that you bless the hearers of the word, touch their hearts, touch the ears, that they would be open to receive what thus said the word of God. Lord, keep them in your love and your care. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Hallelujah. From Jeremiah chapter number six, amen. And I'm going to start at verse 13 down to 16, and it reads as following. From the King James Version. For from the least of them until the greatest of them, everyone is given to covetousness. And from the prophet even until the priest, everyone dealeth falsely. They have healed also the hurt of the daughter of my people slightly, saying, Peace, peace, when there is no peace. Were they ashamed when they committed abominations? Nay, they were not at all ashamed. Neither could they 
blush. Therefore, they shall fall among them that fall at the time that I visit them. They shall be cast down, saith the Lord. Thus said the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk therein. Also I set watchmen over you, saying, hearken to the sound of the trumpet. But they said, we will not hearken. For a few moments this morning, I would like to talk to you on the subject, where is the good old way? Lord, have mercy. Amen. Where is the good old way? This chapter develops under the disguise that the Babylonians have Jerusalem under siege. They are the enemy from the north. And when I think about the United States of America, I feel that that the United States of America is under siege. I feel that this democratic agenda that deals with a lot of socialism and Marxism has us under siege. Uh -huh. The Babylonians were ready to attack Jerusalem. They were under siege. Don't you feel like sometime you're just under siege? Amen. Amen. Even when you're driving on the expressway or the highway or just the streets, amen, you're sort of timid about honking your horn. Amen. Afraid that, amen, if you honk your horn, someone's going to get out their car and shoot at you. Can I get another amen? It just seems like we're under, under siege. When you look at the homosexuals and how their agenda, amen, is continuing to grow and grow, I feel like we're under siege. Where you can't even watch a decent television program without there being at least one or two gay relationships. I just feel like we're under siege. Amen. I, I feel like everywhere we turn there is trouble and and I don't have a problem with black lives matters. Black lives do matter. Amen. But I have a problem with the organization who call themselves Black Lives Matter. Amen. Because if you do your research, you will find out that they are of the Marxist idol, idolism. Can I get an amen? Amen. They believe in Marxism. And let me tell you about Marxism. Marxism believe that there is no God. Amen. Marxism believes that man has no soul and that he is the property and the slave of the totalitarian state. Y'all don't hear me today. So, yes, black lives do matter, but I don't support the organization Black Lives Matter because they don't believe in my God. Y'all don't hear me. And they don't believe that I have a soul. So, no, I don't support them. Matter of fact, I'm a Christian. I believe that all lives matter. I feel like we're under siege today. Amen, amen. If you don't go along with the homosexual agenda, they say you are intolerant. 
Amen. I feel like we're under siege. Amen. Every time you turn around, there's, amen, there's mass murders going on. Amen. And oftentimes our president would say, we have a gun problem. But I stop by to tell you, we don't have a gun problem. We have a sin problem. Amen. We had the storm Ida, amen, that came uh, came on land last week, amen, and the president said that this storm happened because of a climate problem. No, it's not because of a climate problem. It's because of a sin problem. Y'all don't hear me today. We have this war against the rich and the poor, but amen, but that's not the issue. The problem is not the rich versus the poor, amen. The problem is me, myself, and I, and that we think that we are now gods ourselves. Oh, I stopped by to tell you today that I feel like we're under siege. The media, you can't believe anything they say. Amen. Amen. Some folks say I only I only listen to MSBC. I only listen to CNN. I only listen to Fox. If you really want to know the truth, you got to listen to all of them. And then you got to take it to the Lord in prayer to disciple what the truth really is. But if you just listen to one, one represents the left, one represents the right. You got to check them all out and then you got to see which one lines up with the word of God. Can I get an amen up in here today? Amen. I stopped by to ask you a question today. Where is the good old way? The nation of Judah was in this predicament because of sin. The United States is a country that's going down a slippery slope. Economically, socially, educationally, spiritually due to sin. And our text, the nation of Judah, finds itself surrounded by the Babylonians due to their refusal to obey God. We live in a day and time where men do not take sin seriously. One man said, I love to sin, and God loves to forgive. I stop by to tell you that he is a forgiving God. But don't you forget that also he's a God of justice. Amen, amen. Y'all don't hear me today. Amen. What about Nadab and Abihu in the Sunday school lesson this week? Amen. God knocked them out just like that. Amen. I tell you, sometimes God can deliver immediate judgment. And sometimes his judgment is delayed. But one thing you can count on, judgment is coming. Amen. We dismiss sin by saying, the devil made me do it. Amen. I stopped by to tell you that this nation didn't take sin serious. They forgot that sin wounds and sin offends God. And we need to take sin seriously because it weakens us. We should not take sin lightly because we know that it was sin that took Jesus to the cross. And the cross is a reminder of how serious God takes sin. Can I get an amen? Amen. Billy Sunday, who was an ex-baseball player turned preacher, he said, I'm against sin. He said, I'll kick it as long as I got a foot. He said, I'll fight it as long as I have a fist. He said, I'll butt it as long as I have a head. And he said, I'll bite it as long as I have a tooth. And he said, when I'm old and fistless and footless and toothless, I'll gum it till I go home to glory. Amen. Y'all don't hear me today. We need to take sin seriously. Can I get an amen? 
Judah and Jerusalem didn't want to hear their faults. Uh-huh. They didn't want to hear the danger that they were in. Doesn't that sound like the day and time we live in now? Amen. People don't want to hear their faults. They don't want to realize the danger that they're in. Amen. I was recently reading an article in the newspaper about Charles Barkley, and one of his mentors was Moses Malone. And when he was a rookie and, and Charles Barkley was not having a good season, he asked Moses Malone, he said, what, 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 what can I do? And Moses Malone took him under his wings and, and took him home. Y'all don't hear me. And he sat down and, and he had a talk with him. Amen. Charles Barkley said, I'm struggling. Amen. And you know what Moses Malone said? Moses Malone said, listen, little, fat, look, listen, little fella. Amen. This is what's wrong with you. You're fat and you're lazy. Y'all don't hear me today. Amen. It was those words when, when he called him fat and lazy. Amen. It was those words that got under his skin. He didn't beat him up. He didn't cuss him out. But he took that as a challenge. Amen. That you need to lose some weight. Amen. That you need to become more active. Can I get an amen? And we're living in a day and an age where people don't want to hear the truth. Amen. They want to hear everything but the truth. But I stopped by to tell you today the only thing that's going to set you free is the truth. Amen. In this context of our scripture today, God states that no one will listen to him. Amen. No one will take heed to the warning. Their ears have become uncircumcised. Amen. In other words, their ears are carnal. Their ears are fleshly. They are indisposed. You know the word indisposed. Amen. They are indisposed to receive God's voice. Amen. They're not in the mood. They, they, they resistant. They, 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 they're stubborn. They don't want to hear God's word. Amen. They're acting like they are deaf. Not only are they acting like they're deaf, but they prejudice against the truth. They've shut their eyes to the things of God. They have their blinders on. They have constructed their own views. They can't see beyond their nose. They can't look at one side. And the word of God is a reproach unto them. Oh, a few years ago when we had our evangelism team at First Glory and we went out on Amherst and Livernois and we were out there witnessing. And I remember one man when we were trying to give him a track and tell him that God loves him. He was like, I don't want to hear about that God stuff. And he started cussing us out. He didn't want to hear anything about God. We're living in a day and world, a day and time where people don't want to hear about God. I remember my daughter Jasmine when she was a little baby and amen, she had the little TV in, 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 in her crib and I would tell her to turn it off and, and, and she didn't want to turn it off and she would put her hands over her ears and she was like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm not going to do it. That's the way the world is acting now to the word of God. They've got their ears covered and they don't want to hear it. Matter of fact, they're resenting the word of God. Amen. In other words, the word of God enrages them. Amen. To the point where now they want to confront you face to face. They want to pull out your eyes. Amen. Amen. The word of God just exasperates them. It enrages them. We're living in a day and time where if you don't realize this is happening, our religious freedoms, amen, they're trying to take away our religious freedom. 
Amen, amen. I don't know if you know this or not, but amen, if you're not tolerant to the homosexual agenda, amen, they, they say that what you preach, what you teach from the word of God is going to be considered hate speech. Y'all don't hear me today. Amen. So if I preach the truth against homosexuality, they're going to call it, amen, they're going to call it a hate speech. And they're going to consider it a hate crime. And, 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 and one governor already said that they're going to develop this own little special committee and, and they're going to go around the different churches. And, and if, you, if you're up there preaching about hate speech against homosexuality, they're going to arrest you. Well, guess what? Pastor Jones will be one that's just going to have to be arrested. For God I live and for God I die. People don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to hear the word of God. Amen. You can see I, I was reading a statistic the other day. They said 27% of people, amen, who stopped going to church during the pandemic, 27% of just the average going people said that they're never going back to church. It's been predicted that one out of six churches will close. Even before the pandemic, the church attendance was going down. Amen. Why? What's going on, pastor? Amen. What's going on? Well, it's right here in the scripture text. Jeremiah chapter number 6, verse number 13. It says, for from the least of them to even the greatest of them, everyone is given to covetedness. Amen. Everybody is concerned about me, myself, and I. Y'all don't hear me today. Amen. Every time you turn on the television, you hear about gambling. You can gamble on the football game. You can gamble on the baseball game. You can gamble how many times this man is going to strike out. Amen. You can gamble who's going to be the first coach fired in an NBA this season. Amen. What is that about? It's about covetedness. Recreational marijuana is all about covetedness. Mega church, what is that all about? It's about covetedness. Listen, I don't support mega churches because in, in, I really believe mega church is nothing but a mega mess. Y'all don't hear me today. I stopped by to tell you that the scripture says from the least to the greatest, from the oldest to the youngest, from the rich to the poor, from the high to the low, all ranks have been impacted and it's all about covetedness. For the love of money. You remember that song? For the love of money. Uh-huh, steal from your own mama. Amen. Slap your mama. Y'all don't hear me today. For the love of money. Amen. Amen. Drugs and alcohol and weed and cocaine and gambling. Amen. And just what? Because of that, hearts are becoming hard. Amen. People's hearts have become callous. Amen. They, they, they don't respect individuals as being humans. Amen. Amen. They just treat you like you're just another number. Y'all don't hear me. But listen, let me tell you that sin has consequences. Amen. Each time you sin, there's a consequence. Let me tell you what happened. Every time you commit the sin of uh, getting drunk, uh, amen, every time you commit that sin of hatred or lying, what you're doing is reinforcing a pattern that becomes harder and harder to break. And if you persist in sin with the thought that one day we'll get right with God, you should remind yourself that God may still be there to forgive you, but the question is, will you be there? Y'all don't hear me today. Hey, hello, uh-huh, Nadab and Abelou. Y'all don't hear me today. Amen. Will you, will you be there? 
Uh -huh. And so if you look at the scripture text, it says, amen, the 14th verse, they have healed also the hurt of the daughter of my people slightly, saying peace, peace, when there is no peace. Amen, 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 amen. From the NLT, it says they offer superficial treatments for my people. Mortal wound, they give assurance of peace when there is no peace. Amen. I, I hear people saying now, oh, peace, peace, peace. Long as I get my $600 stimulus check, peace. Got my $1,200 stimulus check, peace. May get a third or fourth check, peace. Amen. I'm going to get my child credit peace. Amen. People mad because they can't get their extra $300 anymore, but I still hear people saying peace. Amen. He said, the, amen, the Congress trying to get us another extension, y'all. Peace. Y'all don't hear me today. But I stop by to tell you, we're saying peace, peace, peace. But God is saying judgment. God is saying, did you see Ida? God said, do you see the fires that's burning in California? God said, do you hear about these wars and rumors of wars? Do you hear about COVID-19? Do you hear about Delta? Have you heard about Lambda? Have you heard about Mo? God is pronouncing judgment, but we're saying peace, peace, peace. Just give me some money, more money, more money. But I'll have a question for you today. Where is the good old, the good old way? Mmm. What do we need to do? We're living in a day and time where people are not ashamed. It says they were not at all ashamed at the abominations that they had done. They were not ashamed. And then it says neither would they blush. I had to look that word up, blush. That, that word blush comes from the Hebrew word kalam. And kalam means they wasn't insulted. They wasn't ashamed. They wasn't hurt. Amen. They wasn't confused. They wasn't humiliated. You remember when you, when you used to could talk to people and confront them in love and their heart would be convicted and they would say, well, you know what? I need to change. But nowadays, they don't even blush. Oh, I'm gay, and I'm glad to be gay. Amen. You know what? I'm so disgusted that, amen, that the homosexual has come out the closet. Amen. But the Christians then went in the closet. I stopped by to tell you today, it's time for Christians. Come out the closet, Christians. Amen. Take your stand on the word of God, Christian. Y'all don't hear me today. They didn't even blush. So he, he, here's the good thing. You know, when you talk to people about their sins and you confront them about their sins, and at least if they blush, you're confronting them about lying and stealing and fornicating and hating and, and being lazy. And, amen. You're confronting them. Amen. And they don't blush. That means it's all over for them. But if they blush, 
that means there's still some hope. <laughs> Can I get an amen? Amen. That's where prayer come in. That's where fasting come in. Can I get an amen up in here today? Amen. I stopped by to tell you today. Amen. They glorified. They were glorying in their wickedness. When they were confronted, they should have been humble. It should have brought them to repentance. Amen. But instead, they were bold with it. Uh-huh. A few years ago, I had a adolescent female on my caseload. And we were sitting down. We were going over her goals for the treatment period. And after we, were, we reviewed her goals, I remember in the intakes, there was some documentation that she had some gender issues. And so while we were working on the goals, I said, well, what about the gender issues? She said, well, Mr. Jones, I don't have that no more. I don't have that problem anymore. She said, you know, I was on the bus one day. And when I got off a bus, off the bus, a little old lady from behind came up to me. And the little old lady said, you know what? Same sex don't reproduce. Y'all don't hear me today. Amen. Amen. That little old woman was speaking some volumes. Y'all don't hear me today. She said, when that woman told me that, it's just something on the inside, amen, amen, that started, that started convicting me. And she said, I don't have those desires anymore, amen, I don't play with that thing anymore. Y'all don't hear me today. These people refused to be humble. They, they refused to take heed to the warnings of God, and they decided that they were going to go face to face toe-to-toe with God and not feel any guilt whatsoever. No shame. But this is why we must pray evening, morning, and noon. We wonder why we have so many problems in Chicago. Well, I can tell you one reason why we have so many problems is because they have a lesbian mayor. Y'all don't hear me today. Amen. We wonder why we have so many problems in, in the state of New York. New York, amen, they have, they were glorifying that a woman can have an abortion, amen, all the way up until she delivered a baby. Y'all don't hear me today. And they were celebrating this. I stopped by to tell you today, amen, I wouldn't live in a New York or a Chicago for anything. Y'all don't hear me today. Amen. So here in our scripture text. Verse number 16, thus said the Lord. You know, you can't get any better than that. Thus said the Lord. That's what's wrong with our pulpits. We're hearing a lot, everything except for what thus said the Lord. Y'all don't hear me today. Uh -huh. Jeremiah taught, told them what thus said the Lord. God told Jeremiah, stand ye in the ways. Uh-huh. Stand ye in the ways. Amen. And see. Amen. Seeing is very important. Can I get an amen? Amen. God told him, go stand in the way. Amen. And see. Amen. You know how sometimes you get those prescription glasses and sometimes your eyes are so bad. Amen. They have to, amen, add this special mechanism or device to the glasses so they don't look like they're this big. Y'all know what I'm talking about, don't you? Amen, amen. But in order to get that, amen, you got to pay for it. 
Amen. And some of you, you got it in your glasses right now. Amen. Y'all don't hear me today. Amen. You paid for it. Why? Because you wanted to see. But some folks, they can't afford it. Amen. Amen. And I see some of those folks sometimes, their glass about this thick. Y'all don't hear me. And the first thing you see is their eyeballs. Y'all don't hear me today. Amen. God told Jeremiah, go stand in the ways and see. He, he said, stand. Don't, 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 don't go rushing. Don't, 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 don't be running. He said, just go stand in the ways. Amen. And see. Amen. And then while you're standing there and, and, and you're looking, he said, ask for the old paths. Uh-huh. Ask for the old ways. Ask for the old experience. Ask for those who went before you. Job 8 and 8 says, ask for the old paths. Inquire the former age. Deuteronomy 32 and 7 said, ask thy fathers, thy, thy elders. Amen. And as you do this, You'll see something. You'll see a road called straight. And this past is godliness and righteousness. God told Jeremiah to ask of the old paths. These old paths, uh-huh, more than likely was the law, the written word of God. The Pentateuch, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, whatever the issue is, all you have to do is check the book out. Uh-huh. When it comes to living holy and righteous, it's in the book. Amen. Whatever situation you're faced with today, you just ought to check the book out and make sure it's in the book. Believers are to inquire of the old past. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not Hollywood. Y'all don't hear me today. Did y'all hear what I said? The old past. Uh-huh, not Hollywood. Uh-huh, not talk show hosts. Uh-huh, not sports heroes. Uh-huh, but ask for the old past. Uh-huh, and listen, when you ask for the old past, don't think that that is sufficient because there are some old pasts that are evil ways. Can I get an amen? You know what the oldest profession is, don't you? Uh-huh, prostitution. It's been around for a long time. I stop by to tell you we still have issues with prostitution today. I just want to stop by to tell you, Macedonia, that all prostitutes don't walk down, don't walk on Woodward. Amen. All of them are not on Finkel or Puritan. Uh-huh. We have prostitutes that walk the church aisle Sunday after Sunday. Uh-huh. Good God Almighty, where is the good old way? And I stop by to tell you, young people, my young ladies, I stop by to tell you today, don't be a bud. Uh-huh. You know what a bud is, don't you? Uh-huh. When you open up a loaf of bread. Uh-huh, in front, they call that piece a bud. Uh-huh, in the back, they call that piece a bud. And let me tell you what happens to a bud. Everybody touch it, but don't nobody take it. Y'all don't hear me today. I stop by to tell you, don't be, don't be a bud. 
Uh-huh. I stop by to tell you the, the old ways. Uh-huh. Not necessarily the good ways. Uh-huh. I stop by to tell you today that it's getting late in the evening. Uh-huh. And we need to ask for the old past. Uh-huh. To find out the good way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And find out the good way. Uh-huh. We need to follow the old past. On this journey called life. Uh-huh. You need to give some thought about where you're going. Uh-huh. You need to give some thought on where the path that your feet crosses. Uh-huh. Don't be careless uh, and determine your own choice based on your private impulses. Uh-huh. But stand ye in the way and see and ask for the old past. I, I stop by to tell you, don't just ask for the old past, but ask for the good old way. Well, what is the good old way? The good old way may not be smooth. The good old way might not be all to all the time pleasant. Uh-huh. The good old way, uh-huh, it may get a little hard to climb sometimes. Uh-huh. But stick with the good old way. Don't get caught up in the crowd. Don't get distracted but ponder your direction uh-huh check out your options that's why God told Jeremiah stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old past and say where is the good way and when you find the good way walk therein can I get an amen what is the old way? The old way is taking heed the highway 66. Can I get an amen? The old ways is standing on the promises of Christ my Savior. The old way is listening to the Holy Spirit. The old way has been tested by experience the old way is the best way to go somebody already been that way every ditch you don't have to fall in it you can go around it can I get an amen I stop by to tell you Macedonia go with the old ways for the old ways is the best way don't you remember the time when the old days, the way grandmama used to raise kids, she taught them to be respectful. She taught them to say grace. She taught them to say your prayers at night. I don't know about you, but I like the old ways. I remember when I was a little boy, when the thunderstorm came, Grandmama could be talking on the phone. Grandmama could be frying her some fried chicken. But when it started thundering, she turned off the stove, got off the telephone, and called us in the front room and said, Guess what? Be still. God is talking. Can I get an amen? 
I stopped by to tell you that the old way is the best way. The old way, the old good way, and you can't leave out prayer. Can I get an amen? I know Macedonia, you're on the search for a new pastor. But listen, let me tell you, I'm telling you what Jeremiah told, God told Jeremiah, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old past. Where is the good way? Pray, Macedonia. Pray for a new pastor. Pray. Don't just pray, but do a little fasting too. Can I get an amen? I tell you, we got to go back to the old landmark. I remember the songwriter said, somebody pray for me. My mama prayed for me. Took a little time out and prayed for me. I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for mama's prayers. I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for grandmama's prayers. I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for men like Pastor Twyman. I wouldn't be where I am today if no one, if they hadn't took a little time out and brought me under their arms and walked with me, talked with me, coached me. Ain't God good? I stopped by to tell you, you got to go, you got to go the old way. I stopped by to tell you that sometimes we got to fast and pray. Over at First Glory, when I first got there, we had a minister in the pulpit. He had put in his application, and they didn't pick him. Y'all don't hear me, but he was perpetrating, acting like he was my friend, acting like uh-huh, he supported me all the time. He was trying to take my place, smiling places, smiling faces, tell lies. Can I get an amen? Maybe you here today, maybe you put your head in to be the pastor. Maybe you desire to be the pastor of Macedonia. The Bible does say that he that desires the offer of a bishop is a good thing. But you don't have to scheme. You don't have to play games. Because what God has for you, it is for you. And can't nobody take it. If God has it for you, just keep on walking right. Keep on talking right. Keep on going the old way. Y'all remember one of my favorite programs. Back in the day, they had a song that say, Boy, the way Green Miller played. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. Those were the days. Uh-huh, you knew who you were then. Girls were girls, and men were men. Mister, we could use a man like Herbert Hubert again. Didn't need no welfare state. Everybody pulled their weight. 
see my over cell, it ran great. Those were the days, the best days are the praying days, the best days are the fasting days, the best days is standing on the promises of Christ my Savior. I'm going to my seat, but I just want to let you know, one Friday on a hill called Calvary, my Jesus, my Jesus, they hung him high and they stretched him wide. Put nails in his hands, put nails in his feet, and they called him everything but the Son of God. But I'm so glad that he stayed right there for your sins and my sins. He stayed right there till the sun refused to shine. He stayed right there until he said, Father, in his hands, I commend my spirit. And he gave us the ghost, put him in a bomb man's grave. He stayed there for three days and for three nights. But early, 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 Sunday morning, he got up from the grave. He got up from the grave and declared that all power, all power, all power, all power, power is in my hands. Ain't he all right? Stand on the promises of Christ my Savior. Stand on the promise. Stand on the promise. I'm really going to my seat now. But I want to tell you a little story about a boy whose name was Lamont. He was on the football team. And his father.